Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Louis Benitez. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get exclusive rewards at patreon.com slash run jump stomp. Episode 169 of Switchcraft is brought to you by the NES Archive. Join me on my journey through the entire North American NES library one game at a time. Uh, the latest video that I sent out was the um, all of the games that were released in, I think it was June 1986, and it was a bunch of the Donkey Kong games uh, as well as Popeye, and I put them all together in one video because they were all made by the same team, and it just felt kind of repetitive. Plus, I'm trying to get past that initial uh, hump where everything is made by Nintendo. Uh, and then this morning, I recorded a video for um oh gosh it's on the screen behind me what is it it went off the screen um gumshoe i recorded a video this morning for gumshoe uh which is a really weird light gun game uh that will be available to patrons probably probably by the end of the day today if not then tomorrow and then it'll come out on the youtube channel for everybody else i'm guessing I'm guessing probably three or four days after that. Uh, so if if you like retro games and stuff, make sure that you uh, check out the NES archive. Switchcraft is recorded live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Once you get there, you'll be greeted by people like Dark Robot, Disco Dave, DMC771, Airslea, uh, Fry Bacon Naked. That sounds very dangerous. I wouldn't recommend it. Harvey P27. I am a sassy ninja. I like that name. Joel Mead24. Uh, Mikey B. Plan, Papa Sean, uh, T.F. Wagner, and of course the Lurkers. Thank you all for hanging out with me while I record the show live. If if uh, you want to hang out with us, uh, again, go over to um, twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Uh, however, you can also interact with us when I'm not recording. You can uh, join the Discord by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com dot com slash discord you can always email me runjumpstomp at gmail.com you can tweet at me at runjumpstomp on uh twitter and of course you can call and leave a voicemail that the phone number for that is 260-RUN-JUMP that's 260-786-5867 uh there's a million ways to get a hold of me just pick one and do it and uh we'll talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about on the show Uh, let's start out the show with a little bit of nostalgia. Some people will probably be more nostalgic for this than others. I'm not super excited for this. Well, that's not true. I'm not super nostalgic for this, but I am excited for it. And that's the uh, SNK 40th Anniversary Edition. It's uh, it's coming to exclusively the Nintendo Switch. 
And this is going to have a whole bunch of arcade games, basically. Uh, and they're going to be games like Alpha Mission, Athena. Uh, the next game that I say is going to blow some people's minds because a lot of people love this game. And it's not really been available in a lot of places. And that's Crystallis. I personally have never played it, so I don't know what the hype is about. But I will definitely check it out at some point. Um, Ikari Warriors. Uh, Akari Warriors 2 Victory Road and Akari Warriors 3 The Rescue. Um, I remember when I was a kid playing a lot of Akari Warriors. This is that cool top-down game where you've got a uh, you've got a gun and grenades and you can take pick up tanks and stuff and it's top-down and you're trying to make your way to the top of the screen uh, to rescue people. Uh, really, really fun games. I never played the second one or the third one, but they're definitely games that I'll check out. Uh, other games that are going to be in this collection, Guerrilla War, POW, Prehistoric Isle, Psycho Soldier, Street Mart, TNK3, and Vanguard. And uh, if that wasn't enough, SNK has said that we should even be able to expect more games to be announced. Um, where did I just lost it? Oh yeah, more games will be announced. Uh, so you can get the complete experience by playing both the arcade and home console versions of many of these titles. So uh, there'll be two versions of most of these games, which is pretty cool. And I guess that you'll even be able to uh, turn your switch sideways in order to have uh, the vertical screen that a lot of arcade games had back in the day. And uh, it's also going to have 1080p resolution and uh, it's going to have a rewind button so you can go back if you die. And um, I think that a lot of people probably never beat any of these games because they were they were quarter eaters. Their, their, their whole way that they were designed was to make sure that you were pumping in quarters as, as often as possible. So uh, they would sometimes, I would say, would be a little unfair. And uh, the fact that they've got like a little rewind button on these means that people are going to be able to uh, complete them for the first time, maybe. And that's cool. And I'm sure, hold, hold your emails, I'm sure that there's some people out here or out there uh, who've beat these games. I'm not one of them. Mikey B. Playing in chat says, Crystallis is so fun blew his childhood mind i don't know anything about that game but it seems like everybody who knows about it loves that game so i will definitely be checking that out uh so anyway are you excited for uh the 40th anniversary collection for snk i think that there's going to be a lot of people that uh that are excited for that and it's it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun Speaking of games that I am excited for, this is one that I've been looking forward to a whole bunch since it was announced, I think it was all the way last year at Nintendo's, oh gosh, what the heck was it, Nindy Showcase. I can never remember the terminology that they used for that, but at last year's Nindy Showcase, they showed off this game that very much made me think, oh man, this is a new Advance Wars game. But it was not a new Advance Wars game, but it is a spiritual successor to Advance Wars. It is inspired by Advance Wars. And for those of you that don't know what Advance Wars is, it's this top-down tactical... Um, how do I describe it? It's a top-down uh, tactical game where you have these uh, turn-based uh, fights uh, across like a big map. I... I liken it very much to Fire Emblem, except instead of having every single character 
be somebody like super important they have like peons uh that that fight and um then they also have like these big characters i mean not bigger than average characters but they also have like characters that have more of a fleshed out story to them as well and um advanced wars i played it on the ds and i had so much fun with it but i haven't played like i think that i played battalion wars and didn't really love it that was on the gamecube i believe uh but why am i telling you guys all about this a lot of people already know what advanced wars is well that's because we now know that wargroove is going to be coming out this year and wargroove is basically an advanced wars game uh in a medieval setting uh and you know if you look at fire emblem a lot of people would say that fire emblem is an advanced wars game in a medieval setting and and i get what you're saying but the, t- the strategy of the two different games is very, very different. Uh, so I would I would actually separate those two. And Wargroove is much more like Advance Wars than it is Fire Emblem. Um, this is from Chucklefish. They've given us a, a lot of great games. Like one of the games that they gave us this year was uh, Golf Story. Um, so I- I'm looking forward to this game a lot. And I-, I guess it's coming out in the second half of this year. We don't know exactly when. Uh, the developer says it's taken some time. We, we really want it to be a huge package. Uh, if it stands alone in a robust package, then people appreciate that, even if the art seems retro and simplistic. And that's one thing about this game is it does have very, very simple graphics. But I think that that those graphics speak to people. I think there's a lot of people who see graphics like that and it's like a it's like a security blanket. It, you know that you're in good hands most of the time. Uh, so I, I like the the retro simplistic graphics that they're going for. Uh, he goes on to say, I also think fans appreciate the kind of games we make because they know a Chucklefish game is something which has a lot of content and a lot of value. And something else that's really cool about Wargroove is they also have like a uh, like a campaign editor so you can make your own campaigns and upload them to the internet so then other people can download them. So this is basically the kind of game where you can just buy it and keep downloading other people's campaigns. And Hopefully there's a good rating system in built into this game so that we can tell which ones are worth checking out and which ones are not that great. Uh, because if if uh, Super Mario Maker taught us anything, it's that uh, designing a good level is not an easy thing to do. And there's a lot of people out there that can do it really, really well even if they don't work in the video game industry. So it's awesome that Wargroove uh, or that Chucklefish is giving us the tools with Wargroove to make more stuff. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And they even have like a cutscene editor so that uh, you can put like characters on the screen and put in what it is that they're going to say. So that not only do you just have objectives to, to deal with or a map that, that somebody has made, but you can also have a story that goes along with it. So Wargroove is definitely something that I am excited for. And I think that if there's anybody out there who's ever played an Advanced Wars game, and we've been sitting here wondering, has they have they forgotten about Advanced Wars? Are we not going to be getting another Advanced Wars? Well, Wargroove is like, that's the thing that we we have to look forward to. So I'm really happy that it's coming out at the second half of this year.
Well, I haven't had any time to actually check it out, but this weekend, right now, as I speak, is the um, the the Splatfest baseball team baseball versus team soccer. Now, I haven't had any time to play. Like I said, I actually went to the movies last night. My my son and I went to see Ready Player One, which one of my favorite books of all time, and I really enjoyed the movie, even though they made a lot of changes to the movie. Um, it, it wasn't like an, it, it wasn't like the greatest movie of all time or anything, but I had a lot of fun watching it and it was great to see these characters that I really enjoyed in the book come to life. Uh, so that's why I haven't had any time to, uh, sit down and, and check out the Splatfest, but I am fully in the camp of team baseball over team soccer. Um, but I am, I'm pretty sure that team soccer is going to win the popularity part of it. And I have no idea who's going to win overall uh, because it's, you know, only a third of the score of who wins is based on popularity. So that's something to keep in mind. Uh, but um, if you haven't already done so, make sure that you log in, uh, go get your shirt, start splatting some some squids and, uh, you know, let me know. Are you team baseball or team soccer? So a few years ago, I think it was at E3, Bethesda got up on stage, or Todd Howard from Bethesda got up on stage, and he was showing off Doom, which was a, a basically a, a going back to starting the game over, basically. And it was just called Doom, and they were they were going on and on about how gory and disgusting it was and they showed off the way that you could chop these demons in half with uh with a chainsaw and i remember i was sitting in bed because it was late at night and i was watching i was watching it on my ipad and i was thinking you know this doesn't look good to me at all and i'm, I'm somebody who generally doesn't really like a lot of gore in games and you know i remembered playing doom when i was a kid and really enjoying it and I even remember playing Doom, I think it was Doom 3. That was the first one. That was the one where you could have a flashlight and everything was like really dark and you had to have your flashlight out, uh, whichever Doom that was. I think it was Doom 3. And, you know, I was a little disappointed that that's the direction that they were going. And then the game came out and people said how great it was. And, you know, it had gone on sale at some point and I picked it up for my PC and for those of you who've been listening to uh, my content for long enough, you probably already know that I am a big fan of the Steam controller. And so I played Doom on the on my PC using a Steam controller. And one thing that the Steam controller has built in is gyro controls. And you can basically shoehorn it onto any game that you want those gyro controls and it's really great and i played through all of doom on pc using the gyro controls and i was like i was really flabbergasted or not flabbergasted i was really surprised at how amazing it was and it really for me it was like this is the default way that i want to play a shooter and i was really disappointed when doom came out for the nintendo switch and they didn't have the motion controls uh and i had already beat the game so that put together with the fact that there was no motion controls made me say i i don't think i feel like picking up doom for the uh for the nintendo switch even though it does it did look pretty good and I'll, i'm here to tell you that that doom is a fantastic game and if you don't already have it pick it up on the switch because 
they ended up patching in motion controls later and a lot of people said that they were pretty damn good and why am i talking about all this well i'm talking about it because the same team that ported doom to the nintendo switch is also worked on wolfenstein 2 for the nintendo switch and they posted this to twitter today or maybe it was yesterday um It says, Wolfenstein 2 on Nintendo Switch features the same great motion aiming found on Doom. So I have been waiting to pick up uh, Wolfenstein 2. Uh, You know, I I know it's already available for the PS4, and I didn't want to pick it up on PC. uh, But I I thought maybe I'll get it on PS4, but I'm going to wait and see what happens with the Switch. Uh, I'm fairly certain that the PS4... Even though the controller on the PS4 has, like, this, the the DualShock has gyro controls, or has gyro built in, developers almost never use it, which is an absolute shame. So, uh, because the Switch does have gyro controls, I think that that is where I am far more interested to pick up Wolfenstein 2, because I just think it is a, it's a much better experience uh, being able to just tilt your controller just a little bit in order to get that aim uh, really precise. And if you would have asked me before I played Doom on my PC using the Steam controller, I would have said, no, you never want to have motion controls on uh, on a shooter. And I would have been wrong because I had so much fun playing Doom that way. And I'm looking forward to playing Wolfenstein 2 on the Nintendo Switch using those motion controls so that's definitely go- i know where i'm going to be picking up uh wolfenstein 2 it's going to be a nintendo switch game well excuse me princess well since i've been talking about games made by bethesda uh we've got uh, new additions to uh zen studios pinball fx3 uh we're going to be getting um doom skyrim and i think I think it's just Doom and Skyrim, but we're going to be getting Doom and Skyrim-themed pinball tables. Uh, I haven't tried these out. I don't know if they're actually out yet. Um, I'm going to send a message to uh, my contact at Zen Studios and see if they can throw me a code, and then I'll be able to tell you how the tables are. But I have no doubt that these tables are going to be good because every table that I have played on Pinball FX3 has been really really cool i think one of my favorite ones is the jaws one i think the jaws one is a lot of fun and i'm a big fan of pinball fx3 and if you haven't played pinball fx3 at all it is um a free game you download you get i think it's sorcerer's lair for free and then if you want to buy other pinball tables then you can do those for uh for for real world real world cash uh, but I guess we're getting Doom and Skyrim in pinball form. And I think that that's cool. Well, before I take off, I want to make sure that everybody knows about a new video that is on my YouTube channel. It's uh, the first, it's a first look at a game called Skies of Fury DX for the Nintendo Switch. And... This is a genre that I said this last episode, I believe, but this is a genre that is very, very underrepresented, uh, and that is an aerial combat, like dogfighting planes uh, type of game, and it's set in World War One. and I, I was working on my review of it today, um, 
and I had a lot of fun just like I was getting footage and playing through for a, for a while. I probably played for a good two hours this morning, which surprised me because I didn't plan on it. I sat down and I was just like, well, I'll, I'll get enough footage so that I have the footage ready. And then I got other stuff that I'm going to take care of. Uh, but I just kept playing uh, just mission after mission. And I'm, I'm probably about halfway through the game right now. It's not a really long game, but it has a lot of replay value. And I haven't done any of the multiplayer stuff yet. Uh, right now, just I don't think that they have network play, but I talked to one of the developers, or I know that they don't have d network play right now, but I talked to one of the developers and I asked him, I said, are you guys ex uh, expecting to have network play when the game launches, uh, which is by April 12th? And he said, no, probably, probably not at launch. It's, it's something that we want to add to the game, but it really depends on how many copies get sold and if uh, we make enough money in order to uh, justify the added expense of developing the network code uh, so I really hope that it sells well because I've had a lot of fun with it so far and I can't I, I can't imagine uh, how fun it would be to play that game and fight against my friends on my Nintendo switch and it's got a really great art style and I don't want to say much more if you want to if you want to check out the video it's over at youtube.com slash run jump stomp it's one of my latest videos that I posted it might be the most recent one I'm not sure uh, by the time you listen to this there might be another video that came out after that but uh, Skies of Fury DX it's going to be I think 19 bucks on the Nintendo Switch it comes out April 12th and if you want to see like the first 10 minutes or so of it make sure that you head over to my YouTube channel and check it out uh, and look for the full review uh, to come out on my YouTube channel as well uh, and I'll of course talk about it on the show again uh, but make sure you check that game out because it looks it, it, it's a lot of fun So Harvey P in chat is asking, uh, they said, I've got SteamWorld Dig 1 on the Switch and SteamWorld 2 on the PC. Should I play the first one uh, or play the second one because it has better reviews? So I was I was already answering the question that I decided to hit record and talk about this. Um, I've, I have both games. I have SteamWorld Dig 1 on the Wii U and SteamWorld Dig 2 on the Switch. And SteamWorld Dig 1 was a fun game, but I didn't I didn't adore it. You know, I didn't I didn't think about it when I wasn't playing it. Uh whereas SteamWorld Dig 2, like that game is one of my favorite games from last year. Absolutely wonderful Metroidvania game, and if you haven't played it, you definitely should. Now, if you already have both of them, then I would definitely say Start off with the first one, but don't feel like you have to finish it in order to enjoy the second one. Uh, and I know that there's people who know me very well who are hearing me say something like this, and they're like, that's not the bill that I know. Um, but I never finished the first one, and I don't feel like it negatively impacted my enjoyment of the second one. I mean, maybe it did, but I really enjoyed the second one, so I don't think so. Uh, so what I would say is just try the first one out. And if you if you are really digging it, huh, I didn't do that on purpose. But if you're really digging it, then uh, keep playing. But if it's just not calling to you, then just shut it down and go play the second one. Uh, if you don't own either of them, then I would say skip the first one and pick up the second one because the second one is superior. Uh, that's just my opinion, though. 
Well, that's all the time that we have for today. If there's a story that I missed or a topic that you would like discussed, please let me know at one of the ways that I mentioned at the beginning of the show. If you are looking for ways to support my content, head over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. All of the links there help me create more content. Uh, one of the links there is my wife's Etsy shop. She makes dock socks and zippered pouches and pillowcases and all kinds of stuff using cool geek related fabric uh in fact if you're watching the video version of this i'm holding up uh my zippered pouch that she made for me right here she actually has improved on the design since then uh but i use it to hold all of my wires that i need when i go places i just keep them all in here and i toss them into my backpack whenever i go anywhere and i think it's awesome and um she's she uh is exceedingly good at sewing stuff so make sure that you check out her shop at etsy.com slash shop slash run jump stomp and that will directly support the the show all right, I'm out of here. Big thanks to Tom Winter and Noteblock for the use of their music on my show. If you haven't already checked out their YouTube channels, make sure that you do because they make some fantastic music. I will see you guys on Tuesday. Until then, bye-bye.